Yeah, I know it's Monday night and you didn't expect to see me here. This is one of those things that came about, uh, something that we've been trying to work on doing over the past several months. And finally tonight, we are going to have a band known as Inspired by Faith join us. And I hope that their testimony and what they're doing for Jesus inspires you. So go ahead and grab that coffee. You got the pumpkin pumpkin spice, put it in there because we're in that season and enjoy what we have coming up. And there they are with me. It's the band known as Inspired by Faith. Guys, welcome finally to Raven's Heart. <laughs> Thank you so much for having us. It's so exciting to have you here. And I made an announcement earlier on Facebook today, and a lot of people may not know this, but this is our 100th edition of Raven's Heart. Thank you. So to celebrate, my wife suggested that we shoot off some fireworks. So I'm going to do that right now in celebration of our 100th edition of Raven's Art. Here we go. <laughs> no, we are not under siege. And no, it's not the 4th of July. It is the 100th edition. And it's so awesome because we're closing out the month of October with Inspired by Faith, the 100th edition of Raven's Heart. And for those of you that have been following us know, not only 100 editions, but three major rock festivals in Charleston, South Carolina. We've been a little bit busy. Mackenzie, can you introduce me to the crew that is Inspired by Faith? Awesome. So to my left here is my husband, Matthew. He's Pastor Matthew. Hello. Um, and to my right here is my sister in Christ, Raven. Hello. And I'm Mackenzie. And uh, yeah, so it's just the three of us right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that name, Raven. Oh, I, I know. I knew you guys were gonna say. I knew something was gonna be sparked with that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. So, Pastor Matthew, Raven, Mackenzie, thank you so much for joining us. You know, your story is the stuff of miracles. Before you became inspired by faith, you were a liquid metal vampire pirate band we'll talk about the details yeah. of what all that entails in a few moments but can you share with us our test your testimony on how you came from darkness to the light well for me um i was pretty much the curator founder of that Azure metal band um then i i wasn't always without the light but I like to play too much in the dark. Um, mm. I've I learned from my mother, you know, from childhood up, you know, about about Jesus and God. But we as humans, we as people, you know, we kind of forget about that and we let the world take over and lead our ways. I was always into film and theatricals, and I loved the I I loved at the time the vampire movies and the pirate movies, and I'm like, put that together. Um, I've Growing up with a sun allergy um, all my life, so I've always worn black. I've always worn long sleeves. I've always been pale. So everybody always, you know, for years and years <laughs> says, oh, he's a vampire. Yep. 
So I'm like, okay, go with it. <laughs> you know? And and it worked. And it, it led me to places that probably shouldn't have been, you know, a lot of good times, a lot of good lessons. And that that changed, you know, life life changes us and, and brings us to a place where we realize things, you know, in different ways. And the the band came to a halt because pretty much because of COVID. We, we were set to go on, on a, one of the biggest of our time, and we all feel collectively that God stopped that. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. The, the venue shut down exactly one month to the day of that big show for us, and that pretty much left us in a lost situation. And it gave him time to talk to us and, and open our hearts and, and show us some new ways. Not only for us, but for our, our child and our future children. And uh, for myself, I kind of was always, like, I always believed in God. I always was, like, before I met Matthew, I was, you know, that church-going young girl, you know, just, like, tried to, was straight-A student and everything like that. And uh, I didn't really fully dedicate my life to God, but I knew that it was the most important thing in my life. I just didn't dedicate it to that because then when I met him, he was in a metal band. My birthday was coming up and he was like, hey, do you want to play in my band for your birthday? And I was like, well, yeah, I want to play in your band. I mean, that's cool. You know, like, why would I want to do that? Um, so then I like got all coughed out and whatever, which really wasn't my style at the time. Um, but then I that's when I kind of fell into that. It was kind of like just fell, falling away from what God had led me to from the beginning of my life from what I was used to. I was drawn away from that at that point. Um, but then, like he said, we kind of were doing that kind of thing. And our life was so unbalanced. It was just all over the place. We were never happy. It was never the way that it should have been. And that's when we kind of um, came to the conclusion when COVID shut everything down. We were like, you know what? We have this void. And we began to dig deep into the word of God. And that's when we were like, you know what? This it feels better to be. This kind of gives us purpose beyond all the darkness and the werewolves and the the witches and the whatever, all that stuff that we were trying to portray in a story. It was all a storybook, really. And uh, we decided, you know, it's about time to just let that go and try something different. So. How about you, Raven? It's been a really long journey. To be honest, I have always believed in God. I didn't really speak to him most of my life, however, for reasons which I don't even understand sometimes. Right. To be honest, finding God was the best thing to ever happen to me because I was in a situation where I I, <laughs> I could have died. And if it wasn't for God leading me to these beautiful people, I wouldn't be here today. These people saved my life, and these people are my best friends in my family. Sorry, I get really choked up because I got no. a lot of zeal. I love so much for what he does for me. That that's fine. It's okay to get choked up because we're talking about real things. We're talking about a real Jesus who saves people who redeems people, who sets them free, who sustains their life, who keeps them from death. This is all real. For anyone who's joining us right now, and I see our little eyeball with the numbers uh, with people watching, if you want to go ahead and comment and um, chime in as well, you can go ahead and do so. But we're talking about real things, and it touches the emotion. If we were just talking about academic stuff, it wouldn't 
be emotional. If it wasn't real, it wouldn't be emotional. And that's really what I appreciate and what I love about testimonies. Because when I hear testimonies, I hear about the power of God, the power of Jesus and how he sets people free, how he's real, because that's what happened in my life. I just don't do this because I was like, hey, I'm going to do a Christian rock show. I I do it because Jesus set me free and we desire to glorify him here. And something that I hear in all of you is that while you were playing around in the world of darkness, you all had this mustard seed of faith that somebody, maybe your mom planted in you and then it just grew. It's just that tiny mustard seed while you were not fully serving God and you were in more of the kingdom of darkness. What were your thoughts towards God at that time? Were they just passing thoughts, not thoughts at all? Or did the thought of Jesus and the church, you know, kind of irritate you a little bit? I'm just curious to know. So for myself, um, like I said, I kind of had an established faith at, at a very young age and I had a very great connection with God and Jesus. And I knew that um, that I needed Jesus for salvation, not only that, but for, for peace and comfort and security. And uh, so when we were dabbling in, you know, like you said, the darkness and, and uh, trying to find our way that way, I always had this depressive feeling. I, I was always not doing good. And then I realized that it was because I was furthering and furthering myself away from the God that called me to the life that I have. And though I did all those things, I still was like, I need God. I need to change something. And I was getting, I became angry. I was getting angry with myself and I became very, very not, not pleasurable. I guess you could say to be around because I was doing all this cool stuff, but I was not happy. I was not doing good. And uh, so no, the answer to that is I would, I had never been irritated to hear the name Jesus. I was always, I was always needing that. And uh, I kind of always felt like um like every day that went by i was wasting my time because i knew that if my time wasn't spent with jesus with my god then i knew that it's either god or the world <laughs> so so then that's you know yeah so that kind of helped me to realize that i need god i need the church the body of of christ you know so how about you For me, it's the the, the knowledge, the the thoughts in the back of the mind, the you know, the knowing you know right from wrong, you know, all that you know, maintained and kind of I got distracted um, in many ways because I wanted to be for God, but yeah, I knew the world you know didn't exactly in in all ways accept that. Um, I wanted to be in the music industry, but you know, for someone like me to walk into the music industry, especially the Christian music industry, I wouldn't be heard of, you know, for and for most people. Um, so my way was, you know, to try to be okay with God, yet be who I am and still, you know, jumping from one side to the other to of the fence and, and trying to figure out how to be in the dark places and and you know, I have this, this thing about saving people. I've, there's a, a big story behind that, um, that, you know, it's it's been something that's burdened me all my life. Where, you know, I've, I've always felt the need to find someone, you know, no matter what. And I used the darkness to try to find that. And I created my story, you know, pretty much based on, you know, things that happen to people that put them in, into the place of where they are, who they are in that time. 
and and the redemption you know that you know god gives us and that that path that we can always find in jesus and i tried to use the music and the songs um i, I had this nightmare dream um one of my first real i call biblical dreams and i wrote a song called under blood red skies with angels i cry and it was an end of time stream or i seen the beats um, coming from the earth and and all the yeah. havoc around and I, I woke up in a, a smoky sweaty wanting to scream you know state you know and i smelled like i was just in the middle of a bonfire and i couldn't shake that for i still can't shake that you know for wow. years that dream is gone so i wrote it into a song which we talked about bringing that song back but it's pretty powerful heavy Wow. Um, wow. You know, uh, hey, I we do have, hey, Jermaine. Yes. Jermaine from the band Tricord is joining us this evening. Jermaine, thank you for, for joining us. You know, when I'm listening to what you are saying, there's a couple things that are going through my mind. First of all, all three of you are extremely creative. Uh, extremely creative. And Mackenzie, yeah, I can tell you were the straight A student in school, like you said you were. Uh, you know, just that level of intellect and the way that you're articulating everything. But the other thing that I'm really seeing very clearly tonight, and this is pretty much an admonition to other believers that are out there, when they would have seen your band, Igeer, a lot of Christians would have been like, oh, that's evil. Look at that. They worship Satan. Don't listen to that. They would have been very harsh and very judgmental. And that can have damaging effects on somebody, whether or not they're restored to the faith or whether or not they come to the faith. So we have to be very careful with people because we don't know where they're at. We don't know what God's doing with them. And what's becoming so apparent to me is that while you were in Igeer as the liquid pirate vampire metal band, God was still with you and he was working in you during that time. Yeah, he, he used us in those places because, I mean, we, we found ourselves in, in places of some of the most broken people. And that is very true. And we also found ourselves finding that these heavy metal shows at, at all these venues, you know, you would think that, you know, there'd be some pretty rough, tough, you know, evil people is, you know, punch you in the face <laughs> than to give you a hug. But it's the opposite. Yeah. You know, they, they're like brothers and sisters and they'll, they'll hug you and love you like Jesus. And they don't even realize that, you know, that's why they're doing it. You know, they, they still have that feeling there, but they're, they're like us. They're the pushed away. The, the ones that's always, you know, had to be kind of the rebel because the society doesn't accept us. Mm -hmm. So what about me? So. I've, I've found myself oftentimes more comfortable at metal shows than I have in some churches. Uh, and I'm not exaggerating uh, the, the stereotype type that people have in their head of the metal community is not what it is. It's people that care about each other. It's really the outcasts, the people that don't fit in. They're very intellectual. They're looking for escape. And the other thing too, is I've found that in the metal community, a lot of those people are asking all of the right questions and they need somebody to come with the right answers. And that's what they're looking for. So we need to go into those dark places. That's why Jesus said to go ye into all of the world, not just the areas that uh, we think would be acceptable or, you know, biblically 
sound. We need to go into all of the world to share the gospel. And that's what you guys are doing. And kudos for you, for your, to you, for your obedience to the Lord to go into those dark places to bring the light to them. I do have to ask this question, and we've used the term several times of liquid metal. You were once a liquid metal pirate vampire band. Now you're a liquid metal Christian band. What is liquid metal? Yeah. Um, so liquid pretty much means very mixed genre. Like I could say classical, bluesy, maybe an alternative sound, maybe metal, rock. It's really just um just a mixture really just a mixture of a whole bunch of different genres. Um so we can't really place a name on it as a liquid rock. A little bit of everything and putting it together. So it's a little bit of everything and you're breaking all the rules. And I'm glad we were able to answer Jermaine's question as to what liquid metal is. So now knowing what liquid metal is, it's very different. It goes in many different places. It breaks all of the rules. I would like to share a song that you released just five months ago with our viewers and our listeners. And the song is entitled, I Belong to You. Before we listen to the song, can you tell us briefly what it is about? I think, uh, th there we go. <laughs> yep. So we got it. Oh, we're yeah. Technical. yeah, a little, little technical glitch there, but can you tell us what, uh, the song I belong to you is about? Yeah. Um, I belong to you is pretty much, um, our song of the realizing your calling and, knowing that you need to you know follow the voice and the feelings of the heart that's leading you to work for the kingdom of christ Amen. and you know accepting that and to the point of feeling the holy spirit run through your veins and speak through your mouth and you know become you um, yeah. in the time that you're needed the most well, this is I Belong to You by Inspired by Faith. This is very unique, very different. It's so different. I love it.
I'm just over here having a good old time for myself. <laughs> Listen to that. You guys were watching me. They can see me while the music's up and they were sitting over there smiling as I'm sitting over here just with a big smile on my head. And even while I'm playing it, we have our studio dog, Amy. She loves music. And as we were playing that, she was barking downstairs. She can hear it. And you get the Amy paw of approval. We got some comments during the song that I'd like to bring up as well. Uh, some really good comments. We got Brittany Merriweather. Thank you for joining us. She says, love this, love this song with a heart. And Jermaine says, this is a style of its own. Love it. And Jermaine, we'll get to your other question in just a moment. And for me, when I listen to this, it's just so simple, but powerful. There's just a, a, a power in the simplicity of what you're doing with it, it kind of goes back to the roots. It sounds like early, early Black Sabbath with uh, what they did. But really what you remind me of is the band Tristania from about 12, 13 years ago where uh, they had a gothic liquid metal sound and uh, they were very popular many years ago. And the band Serenia, that's where they came from. Uh, some, of the, some of their members left and, and started their own band. So you've got that vibe and I love that vibe. You're redeeming the gothic and bringing it back to Jesus. That is so awesome to reach the people because there's some people they speak gothic they think gothic and you're reaching right into that area with this music which is so awesome jermaine's got another question for you and i would be remiss not to ask this question but he wants to know where you guys are based out of oh south rockwood michigan yeah south rockwood michigan okay so you're up there up in michigan is it cold up there right now oh yeah oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's cool, it's cool enough it's, it's not really chilling the, the low 40s. Actually, it's supposed to be like 23 tonight. Oh, it's supposed to get down to 20. Ooh, that's cold. That's really cold. Down to 23 in the month of in the month of October. It looks like we got a little bit of a glitch, but hopefully they can still hear me through the glitch while things there we are. We're back again. Um what would you say is the mission that God has given your band inspired by faith? So um, in our hearts, we truly believe that a lot of people are touched by music, whether it's instrumental, whether it's the lyrics, whether it's both combined. Um, and we feel like that is a major key to touching people's hearts and getting them to open their mind about uh, faith or um, Jesus and establishing a relationship with God through the gospel. And most of what we write is written from, you know, scriptures or ideas based off of stories from the Bible, um, talking about the truth of God. And uh, that's, yeah, that's pretty much like where, where we're headed for that. No, that, that, that's a very, very powerful mission. And you do much more than just write music and perform music. You're not just in this for the music. You're in it for the ministry. And there's other aspects of ministry that you're involved in. Mackenzie, I see you posting a lot of videos on Facebook. They're very profound, what you're sharing with people. It's very heartfelt, very powerful. Can you share with our viewers and our listeners other areas that you're, you all are involved in ministry? Yeah. Well, we've got, you know, of course, you mentioned her videos. Um, we've put together the Kingdom Rock Fest, um, which is a, a projected tour mission. Um, we just put off a show up in Clio um, where we had 
eight performances. Um, we had some vendors come out, you know, put put on, you know, a pretty good evening event. We had we had a lot of good times and um, very good, you know, speakers got up and you know spoke about Jesus and. <laughs> yes, I say you know a lot. I had to pick. Sorry. <laughs> but um, our our mission with that is a mission I've been on all my life since I I lost um, the person I called my best friend to suicide is uh, preventing that and others um, being there for somebody. And so we we set forth you know on, on a mission to go to places and and spread the word of god and the, the love of christ and try to find those lost souls that kind of just need to hear it and know that they're not alone very again very simple but very effective and that's really what it's all about it's about going and finding the lost and reaching out to people where they're at um, showing them love showing them god's grace and and their and mercy and this is something that a lot of people don't realize. Unfortunately, in society today, we've devalued people. Uh, their things is, is what it comes down to. Everybody that is walking this earth, there is no such thing as a worthless person at all. God wonderfully knit you in the womb. You know, he knew your name even before you were born, and everybody has a purpose and a calling. And it's a matter of walking and and moving in that calling. Um, <laughs> Corey, my drummer says, you know, a lot that's <laughs> Jermaine pretty funny, but, um, it's, it's very simple, very effective. And people need to realize that they were created for a purpose. And it's people like you that are taking these bold steps of faith through music and ministry to help them understand what, uh, what their purpose and their calling is in life. But the first step to that is you have to be saved. You have to be born again. You have to ask Jesus into your life as your Savior by faith. That is what is necessary. Inspired by faith, you know, what a segue. Inspired by faith. Who are some of the, the men and women of Scripture that have inspired your faith the most? First and foremost, Jesus. Jesus. Yeah. Everything, everything he is, everything he was, you know, what, he, what he's done for us. And the just the, the knowledge that he went and died on the cross for us, for me. And not to die and go away, but to be resurrected and to live within our hearts. Um, yeah, he's uh, he's above all my greatest inspiration in life. So, uh, a lady from the Bible, you know the story about the woman that had so much faith that if she were to just touch the garment that Jesus was wearing, if yes. she could just touch it, she would be healed. Right? That woman inspires me because that proves that. You don't have to necessarily, you know, do everything in your life. You don't have to be above everybody. You don't have to go out of your way. I mean, you could be at the lowest level and you just have faith that if you can just reach Jesus and touch him and build upon that with him, then he will heal you and he will save you and redeem you from those things. And that's beautiful to me because 
Well, I had something else in there too, and I, now I lost it. But see, that happens because I feel, I feel the spirit. But, um, <laughs> but it's just like sometimes we kind of forget that it. We need to first go to Jesus. Our first thought should be Jesus. And the Lord said that you know He would rather us reach the people that are at their lowest instead of feed you know the people that are already eating. You know what I'm saying? So He's like, you do this for these people, and you have done that for me. And so that kind of inspires me in that way too. So you honestly took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God. Well, that's awesome. God. I can't believe, you know, think about it. That Jesus sacrificed everything. God sacrificed everything. He walked through life helping people curing people of diseases, making the dead rise and walk. We have a small glitch in the, the internet connection. Closer they, uh, I mean, if I was are, standing on top of him, I couldn't be close enough. <laughs> I, have to, I have to be closer. I, I crave him. And I guess stronger the more i crave him the more i read his word the more i read his word the more he enlightens me it's just it's a never-ending cycle and i don't ever want it to stop it's great <laughs> <laughs> yes we are experiencing a few glitches this evening with internet connections and that's the way it goes and that's what happens when things are, are live but that's okay and we are getting we're really getting the meat of the of the interview this evening is that it's all about Jesus. And I like what you said, Pastor Matthew, about he is your inspiration. That's what being a Christian is. That's That should be our first inspiration is following him, being Christ-like. And he laid it out very simply in the, the Beatitudes as, what, as to what it means to be a follower of him. Those Beatitudes, very simple, very simply laid out. That is the spirit of a Christian. Anything different than the Beatitudes is, I hate to say it, but it's true, it's the spirit of Antichrist. You also have a very unique vehicle for ministry. I saw somewhere that you are working on a boat that kind of looks like a pirate ship to go around and do ministry through. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Well, we're in it right now. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're in the belly of it at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> this section here is about 25 foot long by 12 foot wide. It's our, our music studio, rehearsal studio. Um, the tripod's actually sitting on my desk um, where everything happens right here for our recording. And we have the keyboard stand and guitars and everything here behind us and a whole floor out here if they move around on. Um, that side of the wall, we have a, a walk-in sound booth. Um, the, uh, the ship is uh, a ship. It's posing as our home, as our rehearsal space, our music studio. And as we get it finished, we're in our second season of working on it. Um, the outside of it has been built to replicate a Spanish galleon, a warship. Um, because taking the word of Christ into this world is waging a war on the opposition because yeah. You know, that's when all the world start. So not to abandon who I am and, and what I look like or anything, my passion for ships as a sailor. Um, I, 
I kept proceeding with, you know, what what my dreams have always been is build my ship, but you know, not to use a bad way, but to use in to use it so a good way. Our, our ship will be our ship will be used as as our church to do our live streams from and build our music on. And as we get mobile, hopefully within this next season, we plan to use the entire upper deck as a mobile stage of worship. That is so cool. You right now, and that's that's why the internet connection is a little bit on and off because they are in the middle of a ship that is being built to look like a Spanish galleon that they are going to use for the purpose of ministry. They're going to use it for the purpose of waging war the right way for the gospel in this in this world. And Jermaine says, that is dope <laughs> what you're doing. And I am so inspired by that because the the biblical word for apostle. It's actually not a biblical term, I managed to but take it her. is a military term. It's a military word for somebody who was sent out from their country by a ship. It was like a Navy admiral, and everybody that was on the ship, what they would do is they would sail to other countries to transform the culture of that country that they were sailing to. This is what a military apostle would do back, back in the day. And we just use that term biblically, and Jesus used it. It's in the Bible, but that's what they did. They would have carpenters. They would have right. people that were educators that would, were on these ships, and they'd all get off the ship. They'd go. They'd build that society. Some would stay, but the majority of them would get back on the ship and then sail off on their next adventure to go transform another society. And that's what I see you doing with this ship and your heart for ministry is just going forth and going into these different territories with what you're doing. It's so unique. It's awesome. And I like what you said, Pastor Matthew, that you're going to stay true to yourself and who you are. Those passions that God put inside of you don't put those aside. He built you that way. So take full advantage of it and go for it, brother. Amen. Thank you, brother. <laughs> Amen. Hey, this summer you got to go to the objective sessions for the extreme tour. Let's talk about that for a minute, which was a big deal for you. I talked to Mackenzie just as you were getting ready to go do that. What were some of the biggest things that you learned as musicians at the extreme tour during these objective sessions? One thing that stood out the most. Well, I mean, there was so much knowledge, yeah. but I think the most valuable thing I learned is love everyone equally, never judge them, and always be the way God intended you to be. And it doesn't matter whether the world chooses you, just remember God chooses every time. And then the next thing that I learned is that. Um, go into the darkest places in fellowship with other people, other believers, bringing people to the light of God, reaching as many people as you can, even if it's just one person, that's still somebody that the Lord loves and cherishes and that person still needs saved. So like, for example, if somebody's watching this right now, that's questioning, you know, am I worthy to be saved because the Lord God has already died for you. The Lord God had already died for you. Jesus had already come here said, I love you. Walk with me. Follow me. And that was something that kind of stood out to us there was that these people put themselves out there to, like, I mean, it was all volunteer work. They did all of this by their own heart, by their own, you know, 
um, money and everything they didn't, you know, I mean, of course, it was some things were donation based and stuff, but they did this out of the kindness of their heart to reach people like the rural communities and stuff that really, really. It's very interesting uh, endeavor to set back the extreme tour. Yeah, it was and, an incredible uh, moment of fellowship it was a life changing experience. And on top of all that, that awesome, you know, community support and love that they showed and, you know, all the little children, I, I got to kneel down at a church at a, a festival that we all put on together down there called Rock the Block. And uh, it's the, the first show they do of the year. They do it right after the objective. And I would play a 22 inch Native American war drum um, for our band. And had this little girl, I think she was three or four years old, you know, just band away on that drum, just having the time of her life. And, you know, that's what it's all about. And, uh, but then flip side of that, then we had a lot of, inside knowledge um, through from seminar upon seminar of people in the industry that's been there and done that. Oh, um, yeah. We got to meet famous people that, you know, I think it'd be okay to name a couple. Um, yeah. Absolutely. We got to, yeah, Michael Graves from the Misfits yeah. um, was there and got to meet with him and talk with him, pray with him. And, um, you know, say a few. Um, Tom Jackson? Yeah, Tom, Tom Jackson. Jackson. That was awesome. Yeah. He that did more incredible. of like the choreographing and figuring out how yeah. to actually put on a show instead of just standing there like, do you do what do you do? You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a, lot, a lot of the industry heads and uh, uh, studio uh, personnel like Billy Smiley from the Music Kitchen, um, who's offered us all a little elite package to come back to Nashville to record in a studio, which is amazing. Yes. Uh, I think one day we're going to take him up on that just for the fun of doing it. <laughs> yeah, that would be pretty cool. But we, we learned a lot about the, the do's and don't do's mm -hmm. when you're getting into the industry and looking at labels and, and uh, just marketing and, uh, and branding your, your you know, act material and everything. Yeah. And just a, a lot to take in. So, of course, we recorded a bunch so we can go back and listen. Because um, it was just what, four days straight of just nonstop. Um, we we kind of call it objective boot camp because we were up in the early morning. We were there. We were from like seminar. Oh, <laughs> yeah, by the time it was all over with, we're on skyscraper uh, club resort yeah, things, um, looking over top of uh, all of Nashville with you know some pretty big name people that you know we probably shouldn't say all their names no, but <laughs> but it was awesome. we had time of our lives it was great and it was all you know kind friendly you know no, uh, different from going to the other secular venues and everybody's getting a good buzz on by 2 a.m you know everybody was still in their right mind and just God, talking music and just loving each other and having having time of our Oh, One I gotta say, one thing that was so, so cool was when we all, like, got like, right. uh, passing an acoustic uh, uh, guitar around, everybody yes. was, like, passing yeah. it around, and we just started, like, playing, and, like, everybody was, was, like, so try to sing your song with you, even though they didn't know it. <laughs> it was so cool. It was so cool. Lots of live jams and stuff. Um, uh, one of the great things is uh, our first night there, our first day there, they had us um, they switched our performance day. We were supposed to perform in a showcase, and instead of the evening, we were 
we'll pick back up again. We got a little bit of a glitch. But there that, we go. That performance song opening up for one headliner um, that was going to be a speaker that day. So we got through all that and then went through the um, objective sessions. Um, the very final night, we got called out improv because um, and said that as, since we started the objective session, they wanted us to close. And this was like 2.30, 3 o'clock in the morning. We um, had to hurry up and grab some acoustic guitars and my drum. And I think it was like close to 11. I was later. <laughs> I don't have to look at one. No, I think Might it was close to 11. I just Might had. <laughs> What you what a time and time yeah what what a time you it guys had what a great opportunity what a great opportunity we've got a comment from my wife Deborah who's watching in the other room and she says Raven this is to you from my wife I love your fire and passion and gratefulness for Christ it's very inspiring well thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. So what's next on the horizon for Inspired by Faith? What do you see God doing with you? What kind of plans do you have? Where do you see your ship sailing in the near future? Yeah. Uh, so we do have another interview podcast coming up with a lady named Bella. Um, and that I think is going to be Wednesday evening after our live stream. Um, so that's something to look forward to but we're also we've been diligent in our studio and we're just trying to get our music out there but we are putting a full album together it's going to be 14 songs, yes, 14 songs um, and yeah that's going to be exciting so right now we're mostly focusing on our so 14 song album i'm i'm really looking forward to that that's going to be and it's studio time yeah, studio time. I'm looking forward that to that album. Includes, that Go also ahead. includes the opportunity for the individual up onto the live feeds to actually get to know us one on one if they so choose to ask questions or they need prayer requ requests, things like that. It, it also gives them an outlet to reach out if they're in need of some sort of help or a light in the darkness at any exactly. time. Yeah, we don't want people to think that we're just in it for ourselves. We're just in it to get our music out there because that's really not the case. The Lord God gave us Jesus, his sons, and we are to build a relationship with him. Therefore, we want to build a relationship with you. We don't want to be in this for ourselves. We're, we're here to seek out you and to help us with you get back on track and continue to keep going. You know, it's like that's um, that's what we're called to help everybody, including ourselves, to keep going. Right. We are all brothers I've and always, Christ. I've always felt that, you know, people go to church on Sunday and, and they fill themselves up with the word. But Jesus walked this earth seven days a week. And so do we. Yes. And if we're yes. truly going to walk in Christ, you know, why would we only do it one day? I take the word to work with me everywhere I go. I go to the grocery store. You know, I don't care who you are standing there at that register. You're going to hear something about Jesus. <laughs> that is awesome. How can somebody reach out to you to if they need help, if they need ministry? What is the best way for them to get in touch with Inspired by Faith? 
so you can go to well probably the best way is facebook um you can message message us or comment on something or you can go to our website at inspiredbyfaithband.com and uh, you can message us there we get it directly in our email you can email us so there's multiple ways you can get hold of us um you can also message us individually if there's a specific individual of us three that you would like to speak to don't hesitate we're very friendly yeah. Yeah, a lot of our followers, you know, we've got people on our friends list and stuff. Um, if they're not on our friends list, I don't know if they can still message, but if, if they can, we're always open to, if, if somebody's in need and needs to talk, they need someone to talk to, and we will never deny something. Exactly. Yes. And if you want to look them up on Facebook, they use their logo right there that you see down at the bottom right-hand corner of the screen with the golden cross and the um, the the... I guess, I don't know what to call those. I'm not a geometry guy, but uh, you've got those there. And it says Inspired by Faith. You can find that on their Facebook page. And it's inspiredbyfaithband.com that you can reach out to them. These are genuine believers in the Lord. This is the real deal. They're doing a real work, a real ministry. And I am just so excited to have the opportunity to meet them. And I like pirate stuff too. I'm, I'm into pirate stuff. I like that. So when my friend Alicia introduced me to you several months ago and she said, yeah, they do pirate stuff. I was like, oh, this is so happening. <laughs> we are, we're going to be doing this. And <laughs> Amazing woman. She has been a part of our lives, especially Ravens, honestly. And uh, she's made a huge impact on our lives and she's an amazing woman. She is. She really is. She's amazing woman of God. Yeah, she's she's been on this live stream as well several times. Uh, we've we've had some good conversations, and it's been a pleasure meeting you. And I just want to encourage you, and Father God in Jesus' name, continue to bless the ministry of Inspired by Faith. Show them favor, Lord, as they go forth and preach your word in boldness. We ask this in your holy name. And wow, thank you for being the part of the one hundredth edition of raven's heart <laughs> awesome and congratulations thank you fireworks one more time before we get <laughs> there we go that's enough fireworks for tonight all right well keep sailing and thank you so much and to our viewers and our listeners we're going to be back on thursday night with the regular schedule this was a special edition and we have christoria coming on which is going to be an exciting interview some very different music that's really really good so if you're looking for music to continue to inspire you and get you through the battles of this life you have to listen to the music of christoria we're really excited about that Mackenzie, Pastor Matthew, Raven, love you guys. Keep fighting the good fight. And until oh, we got two more comments that just came in. <laughs> yeah, it's Jermaine. He says, ah, 100 episodes, way to go. Thank you, Jermaine. He is one of our top fans, and he's been with us for a while. Until Thursday night, everybody, peace out and rock on and have a good rest of the week. Lithoscry.com.